0: Yeah, so the fish that thinks it's a terrestrial is never going to solve the problem. He doesn't even know he's supposed to be in the water. He just knows he's suffering and on a bummer, you know. And so he's always trying to find some solution, you know. And when a little rain cloud comes and he, he gets, you know, a little shower of rain, he's thinking, man, I feel good now. Wow, this is so nice, you know. It's, it's like the new girlfriend or something, you know?
1: <laughs> like, oh, I feel really good now. <laughs> yeah. Get some temporary yeah. relief. And, and then
0: the, the rain stops and the sun comes out and, you know, the suffering is more intense. And he's even feeling worse because there was some relief and now it's been taken away. And, and so oh, now he's in more stress etc. So yeah. yeah, that's that's what we have to do is understand exactly what you perfectly presented there. You know, suffering in the material world is not unnatural. Being here is unnatural.
1: <laughs> hey there. You've uh, tuned into the Breaking Trail podcast with me, Ruben, and my friend and teacher Balakia. So Happy to have you here, and uh, today's episode is about adapting to a changing world, how we uh, can and, and should learn to deal with the temporary nature of this world and find shelter in the eternal. So uh, let's begin. Namaste, Valkia.
0: <laughs> Namaste, Ruben.
1: How bo. Namaste. Good to see you. Can you hear me?
0: I can. I can feel your fire as well.
1: (laughs) Feel the warmth. (laughs) Wow. Man, it's minus seventeen out here. So that's why we have two fires. We gotta get it. We gotta have it going, you know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. Minus (laughs) seventeen is enough to make you do something different.
1: And it's it's Normally in minus 17, where I'm from in north of Sweden, wouldn't be a big problem. But here, when you have the the ocean, the open water right nearby, it's just, it's really intense. Like it's really cold.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it burns when you go out.
1: Yeah, exactly, it does. You feel it in your face, like, (laughs) yeah, 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 all right, so I'm just gonna,
0: I don't envy that part.
1: (laughs) But you like the cold as well, I know, so... I
0: like the cold, but that kind of cold is not fun for anybody, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) There's different (laughs) kinds of cold. I mean, like you say, 17 can be many different 17s. Yeah,
1: that's true. There's like...
0: Sun's out or no sun or wind or moisture or all that together.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) that's how it is you know the, the but it's kind of a reminder again about so the topic we have today adapting to changing world like the world outside is is not always so easy you know it's a tough place to be in
0: yeah and you know but, you can start by adapting to the ever-changing weather you know if you're in a place <laughs> like you are really i mean it's <laughs> It's all part of the same story. You just got to learn to deal with different changes on different levels, you know. But the weather is a good practice ground, you know. It's a good place to get training, you know. So if you can go out and look at 17 damp, cold and, you know, zero in basically the same way, you just add the clothes or take them off or, you know, adjust the layers in a certain way, that's actually good training. Yeah. You know, yeah. there was a, a period, I don't know, some years ago, and there was a whole winter where I did cold water bathing and I made it oh, a point to just basically do it every day. And it's just, <laughs> Oh really? And part of the the winter was in Norway and I was all up yeah. in northern Norway, up around Narvik and so on, and just go down and, and Get in the water, you know, and it'd be minus whatever it was. Or cut a hole in the ice in Oslo, and there was a river there, and we, we cut a hole in the ice. We'd go through the ice or in Canada, or yeah. whatever. But the point is, overall, it wasn't good for my body because of the constitution of my body, but the constitution predominant, and mm. it was, it was mm. very stressful on my kidneys, but it was the mental part that I liked the most because, you know, it's, it's before light in the morning and it's doing whatever it's doing weather-wise. But your agenda is you're going to go do that, yeah. whether it's, it's yeah. this way or that way or another way.
1: And whether you feel like it, whether or not. Like yeah. you just
0: And you got to just take your clothes off and get in that water. and. Your mind, you have to really adjust the mind. I mean, the mind has to just d- overcome all these challenges, you know, like, don't do it. It's too cold. It's going to freeze. Or you're already anticipating, you know, misery before you get in there. <laughs> but you just, you just <laughs> learn to overcome that. And it's really it was a, a mind-strengthening tool. I'm not recommending this to anybody else. I said, something I did. <laughs> but I, I did notice that that part of it was really, really something dynamic, you know. Because yeah. hardships in life come in many different ways, don't they?
1: Yeah, yeah. You know. They do.
0: You know, like right and now, then... I mean, in your little advertisement, I think you mentioned a few of the obvious ones right now, like COVID-19 crisis or... You know, losing someone you love or, you know, and this is a day in a life, really, in the material world. It's always something.
1: Yeah, it's not, it's not surprising that it is like that. That's, yeah. that's, that's,
0: so you, you, you can gain those, those mental strengths and stabilities, but that only takes you to a point. And then you've got to go to another level. Mhm. And uh yeah. Because like going in cold water that was strong on one level of mental strength. You know. Yeah. But there's so many levels of sentiment and emotion and fear and anxiety not from that kind of a situation but on a deeper level personal attachments and you know real you know losing what has been your foundation or your strength or you know your source of happiness and and so that's another whole dimension
1: it, it, it is but i but i see what you mean in the sense that when you learn those to do those small things in your daily life like it's your daily activities and and that can prepare you for the big things so it doesn't need to be like you know the small habits the the small where you where, where you take a step back and you don't have to follow your desires but you follow a higher guidance of what will be good for you like you use your intelligence and see you know so i need to do that even though my desire may be this and that but i need to do that and you take one step one step and then you're prepared right. for right. yeah whatever may come
0: breaking <laughs> trail, one step at a time
1: and that's the name of our podcast. For those who aren't haven't joined us before, <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's that's yeah.
0: how we uh, have to approach everything in life. Yeah, you know, in our our scriptures that we study in Bhakti Yoga, it refers so often to the gradual process. You know, of Bhakti Yoga, it's yeah. it's it's not like the modern times when everybody wants something instant. You know, you you just do a little something, you take a different pill or you, you know, whatever you might do to get an instant result. You know, we're we're so accustomed to, well, it didn't work. How long has it been? One hour, you know, two hours. <laughs> oh, I've been doing this for one day and nothing happened yet. You know, uh-huh. and uh, so on these levels of life that we're talking about, it's a gradual process. Mm. And you're me with Ayurvedic medicine, I know that.
1: Nalinus, my wife is studying that for anyone who doesn't, yeah, so I,
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: we're talking about it all the time. It's Yeah, what were you going to say? <laughs>
0: but one thing you'll notice about Ayurveda is when you get a treatment from a real Ayurvedic doctor, It's not instant, it's slow because it's it's the idea of kind of restructuring and rebuilding and changing a lot of things on a lot of different levels. And that doesn't happen overnight. And so Ayurveda for a lot of people is not very popular because it's just too slow and too involved. You got to do this and do that and you know, it's like, oh, just give me a strong medication.
1: I mm. <laughs> can fix that i i i am on a i'm i just met well, i just met That's such so sh- a long time for like three months ago i met with an ayurvedic doctor who told me so for the next three months you need to keep a vegan diet no sugar no wheat so i'm you know i'm doing that now i'm like keeping to get some mucus out of my system and then you know we had a follow-up and he said you know it will be best for you if you keep doing that until next summer <laughs> I'm like, oh man, <laughs> no, <laughs> no sweets, no no honey, no dates. <laughs> just, uh, so,
0: yeah, anyway. that takes a mental adjustment.
1: Oh man, yeah. Or a,
0: mm-hmm. But also an acceptance. You just have to accept right. it. Okay, right. this is the new story.
1: Yeah, and once you've done that, it's not like Lynn cooks something, and it's you know she asks me like I because I, I usually drink milk in the evenings. So that's an Ayurvedic thing that you know you do some spices and just a little cup of warm milk in the evening to help you rest and re- replenish the body. And and she says like, well, aren't you? Well, wouldn't you like some? And I'm like, well, I'm not even interested because I know I've already made a decision. Like that, that's not the way I'm going to go right now, you know. So so I don't have to. rely on my willpower to do these things it's like a decision i made in my life and then you know that's the way i'm gonna go i just it's not it's not in my life it's not in my world right now at least for the time being you know and that's i think an important lesson for spiritual life as well
0: and another point in connection with all of this is knowledge you've gotten the knowledge from someone you trust Mm who is your you know, immediate authority on this mucus issue you're dealing with. And so you just accept it, you know? But without knowledge, you're just floundering around. Oh, you do this mm. for a little while, you do something else for a little while, and maybe, you know, one of those things that you do is counterproductive. It's, it's going in the exact opposite direction of, of what direction you should be going in, but you don't know that. Mm. It sounds good in the beginning, and then it comes out later that it was, you know, a mistake to do that for your situation. Yeah. So, in other words, an authority that has actual knowledge that can guide you properly is, is mandatory. And that's just in material life. But when we talk about spiritual life, it's even more of an unknown subject to the general world. Mm. I mean this is really in the dark for most people and so even more so you need a real authority who has real vision and and shines a light on the truth of life. Yeah. And yeah.
1: And I I I have a quote actually that I would like to read and this is actually from such an authority this is from from one of our spiritual teachers <laughs> because this is Just to the essence of what we're dealing with, he he says that suffering in this world is natural for the spirit soul, just as it is natural for fish to be suffering and unhappy when he's not in the water. What's unnatural is not the suffering, but the spirit souls being here in the material world. What's unnatural is not that the soul is unhappy here, but the fact that the soul is here. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just...
0: <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. mm
2: mm-hmm.
0: And, and uh, why is it that the soul is suffering in this unnatural condition? It's because the nature of the soul is to be happy. Mm. And when we're not happy, that nature is, is, is counter nature, so to speak. It's like... I'm supposed to be happy, but I'm not. Why am you I not feel happy? That... But due to lack of knowledge, we don't know we're not supposed to be
1: here. <laughs> yeah, you that's know? true. And then we think that it's the problem with <laughs> their, uh, how we're externally like placed in... Above the water, but the f- problem is that we're on land. We need to get right, back into right. the water. <laughs> yeah, so
0: the fish that thinks it's a terrestrial is never going to solve the problem. He doesn't even know he's supposed to be in the <laughs> water. He just knows he's suffering and on a bummer. You know? And so he's always <laughs> trying to find some solution. You know, When a little rain cloud comes and he, he gets you know a little shower of rain... He's thinking, "Man, I feel good now. Wow, this is so nice. You know, that's it's like the new girlfriend or something. You know, <laughs> like,
1: oh, I feel <laughs> really good now. <laughs> yeah. Get some temporary you know. relief, and and then the
0: the rain stops and the sun comes out, and you know, the suffering is more intense, and he's even feeling worse because." There was some relief, and now it's been taken away, and, and he's, so now he's in more stress, et cetera. So, yeah, yeah that's, that's what we have to do, is understand exactly what you perfectly presented there. You know, the suffering in the material world is not unnatural. Being here is unnatural.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and- but but then what do we do with that, I guess it's the next step, what do we do with that knowledge? Because <laughs> we are here, <laughs> well, apparently.
0: We are here, but again, back to knowledge and guidance, we can learn how to redirect our mental and physical activities so that we're experiencing the spiritual realm, which is our true realm, because we are all spirit souls, you know, in temporary material bodies. So you're not going to solve the problems of the material bodies always changing and all the, you know, pain and suffering and ups and downs and so on. It goes with that on both levels, physical body and a mental body. That's, that's just... how it is you know but understand that we are not that and we're getting our real happiness and strength and foundation from a spiritual source a spiritual you know connection and spiritual nourishment and spiritual happiness you know and so all that stuff that's going around us you know We're not trying to stop that. We're not trying to perfect the material world to make it suitable for the spirit soul, but we're trying to perfect our relationship with the supreme spirit soul so that we can always be in that contact
1: and and, and that shelter. Yeah, because I, I guess the body is one aspect, but the bigger aspect is... yeah. But it, it, it's the same. The bigger aspect being the world around us that is always changing, and you know, it's now it looks like it's you know you can discuss this in many ways. But we can just say that the world is is changing really fast, and and things are things are happening that we didn't think would ever happen. You know, would ever happen if if we look back a while ago. So much unexpected things happen. So much, and you know, yeah you might have a lot of fear but uh but I guess is it's is that what you're speaking about some sort of detachment then from the world because that's what we need I guess we need to be like not clinging to the world to give us the happiness and the shelter and the safety that we need
0: yeah it is it's every yoga teaching that you can find it's if it's a true yoga teaching always is talking about that exact subject, non-attachment. Yeah. Yeah. You can be involved in a lot of things, which is you know, obviously necessary on, on many occasions to be involved in many things in the material world. We're not promoting recluse-type life yeah, yeah, yeah. where you just go off to some spot far away from everything and, and exist in a reclusive environment. But we're saying, you know, you got to be involved in a lot of things, whether it's jobs or family life or, you know, the nuts and bolts of keeping the body alive and whatever it is, you know, but non-attached mm-hmm. to it. You know, it's, it's not your source of happiness and strength and satisfaction. See, you're just dealing with it as you need to. And therefore, you know, when it, it comes, it comes, when it goes, it goes. You know, in Bhagavad Gita, the Supreme Lord teaches that the, you know, happiness, happiness and distress of this world is like the coming and going of the winter and mm. summer seasons. You know, yeah, now you're <laughs> in the winter season.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's come, what are you going <laughs> to do about it? <laughs> But it's going to go, you know, and then there's going to be the green summer. I mean, the green winter. <laughs> the green winter, yeah. <laughs> That's what they call it. And for those of you who don't yeah. know, Norway can be cold all year round, you know. Not as cold as minus 17.
1: They, they, they yeah.
0: One time I, I was in Reros, yeah, you know, Reros, Reros yeah. in, in Norway. It's over by Sweden. It's one... If not, I think it might be the coldest place, or one of the coldest places. Because
1: it's so world. far in inland. Anyway, it's really
0: yeah. cold. Mm-hmm. It's so far inland, yeah. And so I was there in the winter one time and uh talking with this local lady. We were renting a, a little room from her for a couple of nights. And I said, Oh, how's it in the summer here? She said, oh, you mean the green winter? <laughs> 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 that was the first time I heard that. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: They, 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 they oh. also say like we have 10 months or nine months of like winter and then we have three months of bad bad ski conditions or, or poor ski conditions. Like the ski conditions are a little bit worse than usual for three months. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. and, uh, no.
0: So yeah anyway you you're not trying to change that you're just working with that mm. you know so just like on the on the that physical level you you buy the proper clothes you you learn about which is the best kit they call it you know to have what works the best and you try to to arrange it so you have that you know and it reduces the the negative experience a lot,
1: uh, you know? and and if and, you have the proper clothes, like if you if you're out wanting to help someone that's in the cold, you don't go out with your summer clothes and and freeze to death in twenty minutes. But you make sure to prop up yourself with the good clothes yourself, so you go out there and well prepared to to help others. <laughs> All right,
0: right, exactly. <laughs> good analogy. So if you want to help others, you got to be prepared yourself. That's that's kind of the idea. So, you know, by nature we want to help other people. I mean, yeah, we can become so self-centered and covered that we kind of lose all compassion for others and we don't care about other people. You know, it's it's all about me, you know, exploitative mentalities. This is a very covered Condition, but it's not the nature of the soul, you know. And those kind of people are the are the most miserable of all, because it's further away from their nature. Mm. But the real nature of the soul is to to help other people, because mercy and compassion and care and concern for others is part of the soul's true nature. Yeah. So, you know, the more you are on that level, the more. You're close to your real self. So back to that general idea, you want to go out and help somebody, Nicole, you've got to be prepared yourself. If we want to go out and help other people, just in general, in their life, then we've got to be prepared yeah. ourselves. You know, so that again comes back to knowledge and guidance. And I understand what, you need, and I have the understanding of, of how to deliver what you need. Not it's coming from me, but I'm just the postman, so to speak. I'm delivering the message, yeah. you know, I'm delivering, you know, the advice and, and the knowledge. Yeah. And, you know, with encouragement and, and some, some obvious real care there, people can sense that this guy really cares about yeah. me. You know, he's not asking for money. It's not like he cares about me because he's going to get something from me. Yeah. You know, but he just wants to help me. And people can sense that. I mean, we're all sensitive beings, aren't we?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, you know, if you've got that ability to deliver that solution or help, then... You're going to be successful, you know. You're you're going to be able able to yeah. do something mm. without getting damaged yourself. This is the next yeah. point. Yeah, you know, like you said, if you got the right clothes, you go out and help somebody in the cold without freezing yourself.
1: <laughs> and uh, yeah,
0: so you know that comes back to the general concept of attachment. You know if. If we can operate with true love and compassion without getting attached, see, then we can do much more because attachment and all this kind of blinds us to many things. And we can't be objective, like a doctor. A doctor has amazing knowledge of how to operate on you for whatever your condition may be but he's not attached. If he's too attached, it gets in the way of his ability to perform. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And then if something does go wrong, you know, and, and inevitably it can in any situation, you know, he, he knows I did the best I could, and then he does whatever he can to, to rectify whatever may have happened.
1: Exactly. Exactly. You
0: know, but he's not a, it's the attachment that's the problem. Mm. And that's what keeps us in the material world. That's what keeps us here. You know, lifetime after lifetime on the wheel of birth and death. I'm too attached to leave kind of thing. Mm. You
1: know? You're kind of bound up by all your... Like, and how does that look in practice? Like, you're bound up by your desires and your your connections to the, the people around you? or
0: mm. Yeah. Like... Like, how many times have you seen in your life, and I've seen in mine many times, and everybody, it's obvious that a certain individual, could be ourselves, it could be others, should leave a t- particular situation. <laughs> it's time to oh, go. Yeah. <laughs> but you can't leave because of the attachment. Yeah. Mm. So you stay there and subject yourself to, you know, so much hardship and suffering and, you know, all kinds of things. Because you can't leave it's whereas if you weren't attached, you'd have been gone long ago. it's
1: kind of like when you're angry or when you when you you know you you just get you can't leave because you just wanna get hit back, you wanna be the you wanna be like i'm gonna get you, I'm gonna be right, like, you can't give up the argument, you know yeah Oof.
0: you can't you wanna have the laugh exactly blow.
1: Oh. Yeah. yeah,
0: so yeah attachments are are not in our favor but a spiritual attachment that's on another different level so we learn in bhakti yoga that the material world and the spiritual world are the exact opposites unlike we're talking about the the natural environment for the fish is the water because the fish is an aquatic so the natural environment for the soul is the spiritual world because we're spiritual beings, spirit soul in the spiritual world. That sounds, sounds correct. It's like
1: it fits, yeah.
0: But spirit soul in the material world, hmm, I don't know. It's kind of like oil and water, you can put them together but they never mix. Mm. You know. So <clears throat> that that's the idea. As long as we're in this world, and attached to this world, we will stay in this world. Mm. And just like you read the quote from our spiritual teacher, you know it's it's not the <laughs> it's not the material world that's the problem. It's our being here that's the problem. So one of the first steps in education of the truth of life is knowing who I am. I'm spirit soul. I'm not the material body. Yeah. You know, that's a big, big, big step.
1: Huge. Huge realization.
0: I'm not the body. And that includes the physical body and the mental body. You know. So once a person maybe doesn't realize it fully, but like I realized Mm -hmm. it, but accepts it philosophically and understands it from that angle. Then they can start to accept more about well what is good for me, mm. the spirit soul, mm. you know, and what should I do to enhance my spiritual well being? Mm. And and kind of go away from hundred percent of what can I do to enhance my material situation? Yeah. You know, how can I enjoy this material world more? you know get away from that because it's it's a self-serving dead-end street
1: because your your you natural know? situation position isn't to be the enjoyer of the world and then you know that that will not be a harmonious situation like that right? doesn't it doesn't right. work I i so
0: focus on the spiritual aspects of life
1: i'm gonna I'm gonna put some firewood on the. Uh, otherwise, I'm, you know, because it's our only way of heating. So, <laughs> but uh, I have a quote to read. Give me one second, and I'm just okay. gonna throw on some.
0: Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Do your duty. <laughs> Those fires, are not so good. they go out really quick. Like what, 20 minutes, 25 minutes. This is a unique podcast. You get to watch fire, fire kindling, you know, jetting fire. Yeah. I I just saw on the news where some family in, I think it was somewhere in the States, Michigan or somewhere. Anyway, they had a big mansion. They just paid $1.8 million for it.
1: mm -hmm.
0: And... But they had an infestation of snakes in the house.
1: Snakes? Okay.
0: So they were trying to eradicate the, the snakes by setting some burning embers where this nest of snakes was to smoke them out. Oh. And then they left the house and the embers caught the whole house on fire burning to the ground.
1: <laughs> yeah, that sounded like a bad idea.
0: <laughs> so they got the snake rid of the snakes, but rid of the house at the same time. <laughs> so anyway, gotta, I thought that was kind of unique.
1: You'll have a better long-term solution, you know. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was—I uh, was just going to read. This is another quote from from uh, our spiritual teacher. This is just. uh, yeah i'm just gonna read it (laughs) how can we find perfect harmony in an imperfect world perfect world means no fear no cravings eating at our heart and mind no anger plaguing us no frustration no anxiety or fearfulness no envy and where you have the positive happiness of peacefulness and ananda spiritual love love for the supreme and love for others this is harmony and yeah, unquote. And that's the spiritual world. I remember you we talked about that before, you had to talk about this life without anxiety, you know. Vaikunta, the spiritual world, the world without anxiety.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So So again it's the nature of the soul to be in harmony with the Supreme mm, Lord and others. Exactly. And that also includes in harmony with nature, because nature is also an aspect of the Supreme Lord. Yeah. You know, and so the laws of nature are already in place, and our position is to harmonize with those laws of
1: nature. And that includes the law of karma, yeah? So,
0: yeah. And if you look at all these problems plaguing the world Mm. today, you know, it's like, it's cause of inharmony. You see, people aren't h- harmonizing with nature at all. You know, there's trying now an attempt that we've almost destroyed everything. To oh, let's kind of now harmonize. You know, <laughs> but it's you know it's as far down the road. It should have been done from the yeah, very yeah. beginning. Then you wouldn't have all these dramas. Yeah. You know, and you know harmonize with each other and and all the, all the conflicts that we are seeing is because of self-centeredness, lack of harmony, not following the plan, not doing our duty in connection with the divine plan of life in the material world. I mean, there is a plan of how to live in the material world and have a, a progressive spiritual journey back home. You know, that's all outlined very clearly in the Vedas. You know, as a society, society be should be oriented in this direction, and the different members of society according to their consciousness and and attractions and abilities should perform different functions to make the whole unit operate smoothly. And on and on the the guidance goes on how to be in harmony with all aspects of our life. And, you know, just the beautiful quote you just read about the care, the mercy, the love, you know, and that's harmony, peace, freedom from fear, you know. But it doesn't come by following a self-centered lifestyle of doing what I want to gratify my senses. It just, that doesn't produce that. You know that produces the exact opposite of that. You know, quarrel, chaos, and confusion comes out of the self-centered "I, me, mine." I'm always right. I want to exploit and be the lord. There's no harmony there.
1: And that is, and that is the time that we're living in Kali Yuga, the age of. There, there are four different times, time periods. Actually, I, um, I was just. The other week, I, I this I think this was one week ago. <laughs> Joe Rogan he he wrote a a, a thing about it and and he he said that we are we're now in Kali Yuga and uh you know the, the what we're seeing now was predicted long ago in the Vedas and and we should do our best to elevate ourselves and the world around us from the madness that is in the air but understand that this insanity is all part of an infinite process. So I just thought that was interesting that he <laughs> he, he also. Yeah, he said said that that one week ago and then...
0: uh, wow, somebody I know must have talked
1: to (laughs) him. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's it's, it's true, you know, the truth is true, it doesn't matter who it comes from, it's it's true, you know, and... uh, you know, it's been said since the beginning, you should know the truth, and the truth shall set you free, you know. And that's an eternal truth.
1: <laughs> that's yeah.
0: And and if we don't have the truth, then we have non truth. I mean you, these are one of two things. Mm. You either know the truth and embrace that, or you have non truth and embrace that. Mm. And then the the two results will be very different. And, uh, you know, if you just adopt one little point of the truth, that's that much, you know, and, you know, gradually we might want to add more truth and discard more non-truth, as far as our platform of life that we operate from. And, uh yeah, and that's what.
1: That's what we should do. And and really. just coming back to like how how so so if you see in like in practice in a person's life, they're, you know, and and myself as well, like dealing with fear, insecurity, and the, the, the the feeling of in like that you're yeah, kind of lost in the future and lost in the world because of the, what's gonna happen and how it's gonna be and taking care of things like how does what you're speaking about how does that apply and help one like me or like a normal person in this world that is th- seeing all these things and experiencing all these like how how does this help me deal with with covid and, and the small practical things like mm, you know what i mean
0: well you know it's it's if you've really got that inner strength what is fear from fear is from insecurity What might happen? I'm afraid. And the main fear that everyone has is I might die. I mean, why are we afraid of high places or why are we afraid of, Mm. you know, the dark or, because it's the unknown. I might fall down and if I do, it could kill me or greatly injure me. Or I might, you know, stumble on something in the dark or there might be creatures in the dark. I mean, the mind can go crazy with that one. You know, what's out there in the dark? <laughs> <That is true. laughs> or, you know, dangerous situations with other people. I mean, some places in the world there's so much danger just from other humans, yeah. you know, that are not wishing us well. They would like to harm us, rob us, kill us, you know, etc. Ex- us, there's all kinds of fear or fear that I might not succeed in life, you know, whatever our vision of success is, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: It could be I I won't get married, nobody will love me or, you know, I'll fail in my career or, Mm. you know, all kinds of different similar situations that produce anxieties and fear. Because I don't—that's kind of like my strength. That's kind of like where I'm—I'm I'm trying to find shelter where there's no shelter. Yeah. But if I've got that shelter, then I'm not afraid of all those things. I'm cautious. Yes, I'm not stupid. I—I use my intelligence and try to avoid, you know, as much, you know, adverse situations as possible and protect myself in whatever way i can physically and mentally but that's different than being afraid you know some people are paralyzed with fear yeah. you know it gets so bad they can't even go out of the house mm. can't even get out of bed exactly.
1: and and you or they even like they can't you know hang out with their most loved loved ones because the fear is greater than you know they're afraid that. Something's going to happen, or they're going to get sick, or.
0: Yeah. It's an intense paranoia. Yeah. Yeah. I just heard, and I haven't read, seen it personally, but I was told it was recently uh, in the, some news somewhere that there's whole families committing suicide. The mother and the father kill the kids and then themselves because of climate change. Oh. They see there's no future because, you know, the doomsayers, you know, this, the planet's going to get so warm, the sea's going to rise and the storm, whatever, whatever, all the climate predictions, that they just see no reason to live. There's no future, and they just, whole family is, is killed, you know. I mean, that's how extreme it can be. I mean, the mind can just take us into these unbelievable acts of insanity because we're afraid of the future, so, you know, but no matter how you try to adjust the mind materially, it's not good enough. It's just not good enough. <laughs> there has to be that interspiritual strength, that connection, that, that knowing, I'm spirit soul, I'm not the body, and the worst scenario is I could die, and what does that mean? I, the spirit soul, leave this temporary material body, which I'm going to
1: do. (laughs) That's true. So it's it's not that bad. (laughs) So
0: whether it's it's from COVID Hmm. or whether it's from a car accident or cancer or old age, I mean, it's an inevitable future. And so I prepare for that. And without fear, just common, calm, preparation you know and that means developing my spiritual strength my spiritual relationship with the supreme you know and i'm i'm solid in that mm. and if you look at the great saints of the past many of them have been you know really put to ill ends by people who couldn't accept what they had to say or understand what they were trying to do you see yeah but they had another reason to exist it, and it wasn't you know the material comforts but it was that's their service that's what they were doing i'm not saying we should be martyrs i'm not promoting that but the point is they had a different world they were living in
1: and and their uh, you know, and that was their strength and and that love that that love is like it shone through and it shines through so much that nothing can take it away I mean when 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 Jesus was was put on the cross and he says he, he begs his father to please forgive them they don't know what they're doing I mean to have that strength and to be able to he, he's he's begging his father to forgive those people who just did the most horrific torture murder that you could imagine I mean wow yeah
0: Yeah, that's that's the goal that's the culmination of the journey that's what we should try to get to not artificially but in reality and one step at a time moving in that direction i'm going in that direction you know
1: that's exactly where i wanted to like get to or end with or summarize with yeah like so so continue like where to <laughs> how to do that in practice then to apply this to not just make it a podcast you know episode that you're listening to on saturday that was fun go on with your life and nothing changes or i mean we could of course do that if we want but but if you want to change then
0: then you got to change then you've got to adapt a new way of thinking and feeling and willing and accept a higher guide and authority that can actually not only suggest that we do things, but encourage us to, you know, engage in lifestyle practices that will bring about the change. Mm. Just like you said, your doctor, our Vedic doctor, told you, okay, here's the formula for your <laughs> diet, da mm-hmm. da da da, and now do it for three months. Okay, now maybe you should do it till next summer, mm. you know, and He's not only just giving you that and just walking away, but he's constantly checking on you, how you're doing, what's happening now, maybe adjust it a little bit, and then encouraging you, well, don't stop so soon, you know, continue. Mm. So it's the same kind of concept. It's, It's exactly the same. It's just a different set of instructions, different, you know, level of encouragement and a different goal, Not about to get mucus out of your body, it's about to get out of your your body body. (laughs) (laughs)
2: completely.
0: And return to the spiritual world. Uh You know? And keep the body healthy while you're in it and then when it's time to go, you've prepared, you know. This is that simple. So let's end with the the one activity that is the most pure powerful, potent, and recommended of all activities that I can do using my body and physical body and mind, and that's chant these mantras, chant the holy names. I mean, this is the recommended process. This is what will gradually change a person's life. See? So you know, the mantras, transcendental sound, have a transcendental spiritual effect upon us, the transcendental spiritual person that we are. Mm. And it's simple, it's easy, and should be done on a regular basis. If one can do it every day, that's best, you know, even if a short length of time, but every day, you know, and that's, gonna produce an amazing result
1: we have and this
0: is not anybody but the supreme lord promoting this see then all those representatives of the supreme lord promote his promotion
1: and we have we have a specific episode that's called the house the how and why of meditation where we where you describe that more in more detail the various techniques additionally to what we're going to do now so yeah. So if anyone wants to check that out. Yeah. So
0: let's do that. We're going to chant a mantra, Gorunga Haribo.
1: I'll put that on the screen.
0: And uh, yeah, I play guitar and I I chant that mantra and then I stop and everyone responds to what I chanted. Same tune, same words, etc. Just a repetition and this is this is our main meditation in bhakti yoga hmm. so it's always good just to relax if you already know the words or once you learn the words just you can even close your eyes and just let yourself go into that moment of the sound you can see that's easy and very enjoyable <laughs> yeah no big austerity there <laughs> and uh, and and it's magic really I mean it's it's magic hmm. yeah well,
1: do we um, I think it's frozen it's semi frozen <laughs> Ruben, you're frozen. need to put some more... I <laughs> no, need to put some more <laughs> fire on the... Firewood in the... Stuff. Uh, in, but, the uh, in the computer. In the computer. I don't know if we have time for a few questions. I, I've had a, just a few coming in on different social media platforms. If you have time, Balakia. Yeah, we've
0: got a couple of minutes.
1: All right. Well, so first of all there was one lady was wondering about if you could explain what the vedas are vedic vedas
0: the vedas are the most ancient scriptures on the planet they were written down 5000 years ago by a literary of incarnation of the supreme lord Dev. and this is not the beginning of the vedas the vedas are eternal this is eternal knowledge so before it was written down in this form of the Vedic scriptures, it was passed down orally through a line of perfect master-disciple, master-disciple to the present moment. This is called a disciplic succession or parampara. And so the truth comes from the Supreme Lord. He passes it down through his representatives 5,000 years ago, this age of Kali Yuga, which Ruben referred to earlier, began, and one of the symptoms of us in the Kali Yuga is we have very short memories. So it was written down to facilitate our ability to grasp it. I can't just hear something one time, and I've got it. i got to go back and study it and read it, et etc. Et and then this this knowledge has been, you know, presented by the great masters, you know, presenting their expanded uh, explanation of some of these truths. So this is the Vedic scripture. This is what they are.
1: Yeah. Thank you.
0: And actually the word Veda means truth or knowledge. You can use it either way, truth or knowledge.
1: Hmm. Um there was also a person I think maybe the same person wondering about what your background is
0: <laughs> look at my happy man channel and you can <laughs> you can see on the introduction
1: so but so anyway yeah. uh yeah you know I it,
0: it's yeah it's, it's
1: actually I, available on breaking as well our website I, I linked your video there like yeah, okay yeah so, so but yeah
0: yeah that gives you the the basic idea behind it you know. So yeah, uh, what's on uh, this Breaking Trail Live about my background is, you know, it's brief, but it's kind of to the point. But I grew up like, you know, everybody (laughs) in the material world, you know, mom, dad, and, you know, I'm the body kind of thing. One plus I had in my growing up is I was raised in a Christian family, so the whole concept of spiritual life and God and, you know, Jesus and, you know, serving the Lord and those kind of things were just basic ways of living for me when I grew up. And so that really uh, was a big plus, you know, all through my life, knowing those basic ideas about life. It was a, a big plus okay yeah
1: yeah. i got to i need to run because i got some exactly exactly you have more programs going on anyway so yeah so (laughs) awesome so So, everyone thank you very much for
0: joining ruben thank you for hosting it and you know always good our back and forth
1: yeah conversations thank you and, and if anyone wants to check us out you know you can find us on spotify google apple podcasts youtube uh, you can go to breakingtrail.life and find all the links there and possibility to subscribe to uh, the, you know our podcasts, our episodes. So, yeah, great, right?
0: Okay, <laughs> Namaste, How bowl.
1: Namaste, thank you, Valakia. Thank you, Ruben. Hadiyakusum. See you next week,
0: Ruben. Uh, you need to get a new stove. <laughs>
1: That <laughs> thing only
0: lasts about 20 minutes.
1: <laughs> I will end with that. <laughs>